I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin County Medical Center, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Denny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden, internal medicine physician with Hennepin County Medical Center, with more Healthy Matters. And good morning. Welcome to more Healthy Matters, presented every Sunday morning by Hennepin County Medical Center, welcoming your phone calls and text messages and here is your host, Dr. David Hilden. Good to see you again. Morning, Denny. Did you have a good week? I did have a good week. It's been a busy week at work. But you didn't do any running or something nasty oh, I, like I that. I did a little bit yesterday. It was uh, it was kind of a little bit muggy out, yeah, but a I, bit. No, I ran the lakes. I did a Calhoun and Harriet, or Calhoun, I guess we have a new name, Bit of Makaska. Okay. I did those two lakes. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was. That was pretty good. Did you have a good week? I did. I didn't do any running, though. You didn't? No. One I, day, one day, Denny, I'm going to you to, I'm gonna get you to yeah. do a 10K. Yeah. You're the guy who always said that exercise isn't good for you. No, I didn't that? say exercise. I said running. Right, <laughs> right. Only if you're being chased by a tiger or something. Exactly. Uh, we're good. We have some special guests here, Indeed. and uh, we're going to be doing kind of an open line. Well, a real open line. Yeah. Show, and you got some extra help. Exactly. Um, we're gonna. We're not going to tackle any specific topic today, but rather, I thought I'd ask one of my colleagues to come on the show and help us out. Um, she's a, a primary care doctor at our North Loop Clinic, and. Those of you who maybe were at the farmer's market a uh, few weeks ago at downtown, you would you would have met her there. This is Dr. Jane Hess. And those of you who have been at our North Loop Clinic maybe have seen her there because she's the medical director of our North Loop Clinic, which has been open for a few months in the North Loop Clinic, what those of us who have lived in the Twin Cities a while used to call the warehouse district, but it's now the coolest neighborhood in the city, and it has the best clinic in the city in our North Loop Clinic. Jane, thanks for being on the show with us today. Happy to be here. Great to have you. How's the North Loop Clinic going? I'd say we're in full swing. Are you? Yeah. Good. It's a cool clinic. I mean, physically, it's a cool clinic. I love the look of it. It's really clean. The North Loopers picked out our colors. We did a lot of interviews and a lot of research to create it to be what the North Loop might want. So hopefully people do like that. Yeah, I did. You know, it's in an old building and it's a modern clinic within an old building. Now, you said they picked out the colors. I think there's a bright blue wall or something there in there. There is a blue, uh, you know, robin's egg blue there, kind of like a golden yellow. It's in the Tractor Works building, so there's a little bit of that wheat theme. There, You see like a farm scene, and we've recreated some uh, scenes on the walls, too, for uh, the, the city as well, fitting in the drugs, the pharmacy as uh and the clinic itself, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, for those of you who don't know where it is, it's at 800 North Washington. If I got that address right, I'm 800 do. North Washington, down in the North Loop. It's, 
It's um, so if you're driving off of Washington Avenue and and um, it's past Target Field and it it's in a um, really cool spot. We have a clinic there, not only for primary care with Dr. Hess, but you have other specialties there as well, don't you? We do uh, dermatology, allergy, integrative health is represented by acupuncture and chiropractic. Uh, we have the pharmacy attached. So, so there's a pharmacy right there. You can get all of your stuff filled at our pharmacy at North Loop, right? Definitely. So if you live or work anywhere in that part of downtown Minneapolis, I, I defy you to find a more convenient pharmacy to get your uh, your prescriptions filled um, than our North Loop Clinic and Pharmacy. Um, she mentioned, Jane, you mentioned a few other people. You mentioned allergy. John Sweet's the allergist there. Listeners to the show know Johnny B. Sweet pretty well. I mean, he's been on the show probably annually for eight or nine years. And then uh, Aaron Luxenberg and Jenny Lou, I'm dermatologists um, yes. who practice there. Yes. Didn't you train with I trained with John? John Sweet. He and I sat together in medical school for four straight years. <laughs> Or, or, you know, the lecture years, the lecture years. And he listened in class and I did the crossword puzzles. Uh. So I, I wing it. Uh, I wing it more than John. He's a, he's the best allergist in town. And then in a couple of months, just uh, um, we're having your acupuncturist and we're having your chiropractor. That's Peter Polsky and Robert Crane from yes. your clinic. They're going to be on the show here in Great. September. So listeners are going to want to tune in. Uh, for that, well, just you before know, we take our, we've already got calls on the line, and we have texters. But I okay. want to talk a little bit more about you. Where would okay. you come from? Well, I trained. That's in, a funny way to yes, put it, isn't it? Where'd yes. you come from? <laughs> Where did I come from? You're from Clear Lake, Iowa. I'm you from told Clear me. Lake, Iowa. So yeah, Buddy Holly, Richie Valance, and the Big Bopper. We we that's my roots. Uh, I went to med school in Des Moines at the Osteopathic DO School, uh, and I am a DO, an osteopath. And What's that? What's that? I know what it is, but would you explain, uh, the to, listeners? explain yeah. to people well, what is a doctor know, of osteopathic Right. Medicine? You know, I did my internship at Michigan State, and in the state of Michigan, one out of three docs is a DO, and the other two are MDs. And then I came to Minnesota, and it's about one out of every 40 docs is a DO, so it's not a well-populated uh, DO state. So I do find myself saying that a lot. Um, trained at Hennepin, did my residency, and then I did a sports medicine fellowship here, but over time people do say to me, what's a DO, even if they've been my patient for 10 years. So the difference between a DO and MD is is uh, we, we end up taking the same boards. I take the MD boards and the DO boards um, uh, and the same cadavers and the same tests and this, that. Well, where I trained at Michigan State, the DOs go across the river and do uh, uh, osteopathic manipulation class twice a week where we put our hands on people. We we aim to uh, accomplish full, fluid, free range of motion and get to know the way the body patterns, mo- movement patterns are. Um, essentially, helps the aging process, helps circulation, helps lymphatic flow, helps augment the body's healing force. If your musculoskeletal system is uh, is uh, in check and balanced, you know. You can, one example, and then I know the viewers have have plans for us, but one example might be a ballerina. The ballerina might be the absolute most athletic person ever, but they're not. They come to see me because they're not balanced. They're busy externally rotating their hips and externally rotating their knees and their ankles and their feet. And you know, anything you do all day long, even if it's athletics, you need to offset that in your off time. Whether it's holding onto a mouse keypad and typing all day, well, you have to find something to balance that the rest of your day. So, as an osteopath, I a lot of the times I see people with minor injuries or things that they're that are going to turn into major injuries later and if I can fine tune their musculoskeletal system and augment their uh 
mechanics, we can avoid a lot of that. That was a good explanation. Thank that you. It was really good. I mean, I've I've known what it is, but I've learned something right there. That was that was a good explanation of your training. And then before we do get to the phone lines, which we'll do shortly, how did you land at the North Loop Clinic? Now you were working at Hennepin sure. Prior, sure, at the Be Well Clinic, right? Could you Correct. explain explain to us that? Well, I'm the medical director of Be Well and the North Loop Clinic, and Be Well's um, just a few blocks from HCMC proper, and that's another great primary care clinic underutilized because it sees a lot of uh, acute cases, but it could also, it, it's ready to take primary care as well. Um, and I'm going to put a, uh, a quick little plug in for that. But uh, so I trained at Hennepin, I did the sports medicine fellowship, and I came back to my preceptor, Dr. Potts, who I've um, kind of lost touch with over the years and said, you know, I'd love to teach preceptor, uh, since I'm a DO and maybe you have DO residents to get a DO on your training staff at the Whittier Clinic. Um, and so in talking from that, it just kind of all blossomed. And so I left my private practice and came back to HCMC and this whole North Loop thing, uh, has just, uh, been plan B. Yeah, it's a <laughs> fabulous clinic. And if you want to get into our North Loop Clinic, either to see Dr. Hess or any of the providers at the North Loop Clinic, the number is easy. It's 612-873-MYMD. Oh, don't you love that? The number is MyMD. <laughs> My M- D.O. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that, Jane. The number, I didn't make up the I'm number. I'm used to it. 612-873-6963 to get into any of the providers at the North Loop or any of the HCMC uh, clinics. That number is, again, 612-873-6963. Okay, one more order of business before we go to the phone lines. I do want to um, just acknowledge and highlight the rough week in trauma in the last week. I spent about an hour or two or a little bit more of my time in what's called the command center at HCMC this past week when the explosion happened at Minnehaha Academy. And so we just wanted to... Um, all of the patients who were injured at that were at our hospital. And I wanted to just give a, first of all, uh, our thoughts are with all of the Minnehaha Academy family, particularly the families of John Carlson and Ruth Berg, who died in that, and also the patients who came to HCMC. We are, our thoughts are with you. I wanted to give a little shout out to the, to the group. I am uh, not a trauma person at all. My whole job was to see if we had enough beds in the hospital. So I'm standing off in the corner, and I have never seen a more highly tuned, efficient, calm operation than that command center. We were in touch with the paramedics. We were in touch with um, law enforcement, and it was the smoothest operation I've ever seen. And it happened just one day after the 10-year anniversary of the 35W bridge collapse where the HCMC um, uh, first responders and trauma people were again at their best. So just to acknowledge that, um, our thoughts are with you, uh, the Minnehaha Academy family. Danny, should we go to the phone? Let's do that. Let's. We have a line open if you want to use it, 651-989-9226, or send us a text like some folks are already doing, 81807 for your text, 81807. Catherine is first up calling from Blaine. Go ahead, Catherine. We're listening. Good morning, you guys. Um, I have a question about uh, osteoporosis. A friend of mine, I, this is kind of a two-part uh, one question I have is, what is out there that's the best thing for osteoporosis if you have it? She has it very, very, very badly in her knees and her shoulders. Uh, she needs a she needs a shoulder replacement, but her bone there's not enough bone there to connect it to. 
Um, what is, is there, are there any new kind of technologies out there for osteoporosis? And one other question I had, what do you do to keep from getting osteoporosis? Really good questions, Catherine. I bet we could, you know, we ought to someday do a whole show. We have in the past done a whole show about bone health and we've even talked about osteoporosis. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, Jane, um, you know, I, uh, about osteoporosis. First of all, I'll give my 20 seconds on it. Osteoporosis is a loss of bone mineral density in your bones. So it, it makes for weaker bones and it is um, common but not inevitable in aging. It's more common in slender people, Asian Americans, white people. It's more common in women. Um, and it puts you at higher risk for fracture. You know, Minor trauma can lead to fracture. It also put, makes it harder for things like getting surgeries, as you've mentioned, Catherine. Jane, do you see much osteoporosis in your practice? And what are your thoughts about, about um, treatments for it? And what's a good way to kind of keep your bones healthy? Right. Osteoporosis is something that creeps up on people after decades and decades of their lifestyle. And it's there is a genetic component to it as well. Uh, another thing I say, you know, skinny people get skinny bones. In other words, if you've been overweight your whole life and the doctors nagged at you about getting all that weight off, <clears throat> you can just come back and say, but you know what? I'm Look keeping at how strong my, my bones I'm are. keeping my bones really strong because that extra weight that the bones have been carrying around have made your bones stronger. So uh, it's really osteoporosis is best treated by prevention, you know, a person, you know, and I worry about the population ahead of us with the Diet Cokes and the uh, all the sodas that people are drinking. That's not great for the bones. It's horrible for the bones. In fact, the phosphorus in the pop has to pull out the calcium from the blood to balance it. And then the blood takes it from the bones. So I, I guess that doesn't really get to your question. Um, but do, you re- do you usually recommend calcium supplements you to know, your patients? I, Everybody has to do a little personal math. You know, do you do you drink milk? Do you get cottage cheese? There's a lot of good calcium in kale and the green leafies. And, you know, you you do your own math. But ideally, you know, 1,500 milligrams for the postmenopausal population. And of calcium. Thousand, uh, of calcium. And, and the vitamin D component is what makes the calcium uh, absorbable in the bones. <clears throat> we can talk. I'm gonna, with meals. Uh, we're going to take a break here because we're at our break time, and we're going to talk a little bit more about osteoporosis. So, right. so um, stay in the, um, stay listening. As we head to the break, here's our phone number: six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, or uh, send a text eight one eight zero seven. Sixty four degrees, heading for seventy three later today here in the Twin Cities. Maybe eighty on Monday. Good morning. Welcome back to this portion of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. It's an open line show today. Your health questions for the doctors, 651-989-9226. There is a line open if you want to use it or send a text, 81807. Dr. Hilda? Thank you, Denny. We were talking with Dr. Jane Hess about osteoporosis, and we talked a little bit um, uh, in response to Catherine's call about um, prevention. And you said that, you know, taking calcium and vitamin D and... and um, uh, I would concur with all that. I'm not a huge supplement person for lots of things, but there are some for which uh, many of our diets are inadequate. I think calcium and vitamin D are one that you've got to watch your diet carefully, especially up here to make sure that you're getting those um, 
those nutrients. And I think, especially for people at risk of osteoporosis, I would make sure you're getting adequate calcium. I liked your comment about doing the math. Make sure you're getting enough calcium and vitamin D, whether that's in your food, whether it's in right. leafy greens, whether it's in dairy or it's in a supplement somehow. Or the prevention probably is the most important. A little bit about treatment. I, um, sure. The, the, you know, the drug that I've, in my career, used the most are these bisphosphonates. And people would know that as... Oh, why am I blanking? Actinel, Fosamax, those kinds of things. Are are you using many of those still? You know, um, the DEXA score, the DEXA scan, which gives you a T score, which grades you as osteopenic, which is like mini osteoporosis or full-blown osteoporosis if your DEXA score score is even less than a minus 2.5, kind of uh, and and balance that with your age. If you still have another three decades ahead of you, we want your bones strong. So we, I get pretty aggressive, and I, I treat osteoporosis the same way I treat the cold weather in Minnesota. You know, it, you go to Florida. <laughs> that too, that too. Every month that goes by, you know, it's a little colder. You might add another layer. So as well, good. as osteoporosis, you know, is worse and worse and worse. You're going to layer the treatment. Um, uh, of course, they need adequate calcium and vitamin D, but the biphosphonates, you know, help. And there's a, there's a couple ways to approach osteoporosis. One is trying to keep a hold of what you've got for bones, and, and the biphosphonates do that. And then there, there's the Forteo and the Prolia. Uh, Forteo, uh, we have a bone uh, bone and mineral clinic at the hospital, and you know they handle deciding about things like Forteo. It's a, a sub Q injection daily, max of two years because of the risk of osteosarcoma. Right. So this is in addition to the right. The other things into the dis- Let and me t- can I say more yeah, about that? You mentioned sure. the bone and mineral, mineral clinic. What I would tell you, Catherine, who, who, who you're, you're thinking about um, or you're calling about surgeries and this, that, and the other thing, if, if the osteoporosis is bad enough, I would go to a bone and mineral clinic. I agree. Don't you agree? I agree yeah. because the the drugs that are quite efficacious also have, you know, the flip side of having the side effect profile being somewhat more dangerous. And, you know, on the air, we aren't giving any specifics, but depending on the patient's profile, they really might not be a candidate for AB, they might need C. So I think having the clinic would be great. So a bone and mineral clinic or what we often call, um, you know, kind of when is uh, more informally is the bone and stone clinic because they also get people get kidney stones. The right. bone and stone, the bone and mineral metabolism clinic is staffed at Hennepin by endocrinologists, orthopedic surgeons, and kidney doctors. The three people who really know what they're talking about with calcium metabolism. So, Catherine, my last bit of advice for you, um, um, uh, who made this call in the first place, is consider for advanced osteoporosis a bone and mineral clinic specialist. Um, preferably to include both a kidney doctor, a surgeon, and an endocrinologist. And at Hennepin, the number's easy, 612-873-MY-MD. Ask for the Bone and Mineral Clinic, 612-873-MY-MD. Don't want to forget the texters either. Yeah, there's a lot of texts. Should we, should we talk about a few of these? Yeah. Um, what about this? What about thyroid issues? Can you talk about thyroid issues and how to fix it? And is there a connection to depression? You want to take that one? Wait, yeah, sure. When people come in... You know, my feelers are always out for depression, anxiety, all the, all kinds of things like that. And it, you know, it's, it's sometimes that people don't, people don't walk in with that. But it, if they are depressed, that that would be part of the workup. Uh, if your thyroid is slow, and 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 we measure that with uh, with labs, uh, it's it's a really somewhat common thing. It's part of the aging process, more common in women than men, but 
when somebody's tired and they're depressed and this and that, we would do a TSH. If that's high, we tend to think the thyroid's low, and it can be more complicated than that. But replacing your thyroid to the what I call the Goldilocks value, you know, not too high, not too low, just right, uh, is is going to optimize your energy and um then, of course, depression can be the can case. Look like it, can it can look like you know, it, can't it? Can look like it. We see that so much. I agree with everything she, um, Jane just said about getting, you know, if your energy is low and if you have thyroid issues, that's a simple one. You can get a blood test and we can replace it with medication. Works great. But when your energy is low, doesn't that look a awful lot like depression, which is a separate thing? It's right. a mental health thing, right. which is another um, very common thing. They're both common. Right. And they can overlap, can't they? You know, you get somebody who comes into your clinic and, wow, I don't have any energy, Doc. I'm, you know, and I'm kind of blah. Right. Well, that's a symptom of depression and it's a symptom of thyroid. So they're, but they're two separate things. You don't treat depression with, with right. thyroid medicine and vice right. versa, but they can sure look alike. Um, so that was a good question from the texter. Do we have time for another one? I'm looking at the clock here. We got to... I'll tell you what, If you, let, let's do this. Let's get Vince's question at least posed. And, Vince, uh, we might have to answer it after the break. And we can answer it after the break. Uh, Vince, why don't you give us your question, please? Yes, uh, good morning. Uh, all of a sudden, earlier this year, you know, you know, you get dizzy, maybe look up or something, but all of a sudden, you know, walking around and being dizzy now, I don't know if that and I've been getting checked over at, you know, hospitals like that there, doctors. Yeah, but, you're, so are you dizzy all the time, Vince, or just when uh, you walk? Or? Not recently, but I don't know. All of a sudden it showed up, you know, for more than one day, you know. And, right. Uh, I don't know what it is. You know, I've been going, they're checking out. They checked the whole body when I went to the hospital, you know, at the VA, you know. Well, you know what? Let's do Okay, this. Vince, can you just hang on? Um, we're going to do our top-of-the-hour CBS break, and we're going to hear the news. And um, Dr. Hess and I will answer your question after the break. So do please keep listening, okay, Vince? We'll talk about dizziness in, in adults. And we'll be picking up on more phone calls and more text messages. Uh, we have another half hour of the show to go. So uh, if you did not get in the first half hour, we'll uh, we'll try absolutely to get yep. some more. Yep, we've got plenty of text messages. We're gonna t- and again, we'll be talking to you, Vince, after the break about about dizziness. Here is our phone number. You can fill that line now: six five one nine eight nine nine two two six six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Or again, send us a text. We we'll pick up on those when we come back too. Eight one eight zero seven. Right now in the Twin Cities, overcast and currently sixty four degrees in the Twin Cities. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. It is an open line show today. That means you drive the show, your questions, uh, by phone or by text. Uh, Let me give you the phone number as we uh, pick up on Vince's call, 651-989-9226. Or send a text, 81807. Dr. Hilden, for those who maybe joined us late, you brought a special guest. I did. Thank you, Denny. Good morning to one and all, wherever you may be listening, here in the upper Midwest or Florida or Singapore or South Africa, wherever you may be listening. We've had people listening from all of those places. So good morning to all of you. I have Dr. Jane Hess, the medical director and and a family physician from our North Loop Clinic. She's a doctor of osteopathic medicine. And if you missed what that is... Well, I ain't going to tell you. She's a real doctor from the University of 
Did you say Michigan State? Des Moines is where I graduated. Des Moines, but you I did my internship at Michigan State. Because my kid went to the University of Michigan, so I don't know if we can uh, talk ha, to you. Ha, ha, ha. We're not going to get along at all. So she's a doctor, doctor of osteopathic medicine and the medical director and simply a terrific physician from our North, North Loop Clinic. She's helping me out with an open line show today. But what the, the reason I brought up the thing about osteopathic medicine is that she had a great explanation of that training and what that is. And I'm going to encourage you to go to the blog site to listen um, to the podcast. That's at myhealthymatters.org. Myhealthymatters.org. That's all one word before the .org part. Listen to the podcast of today's show, and you can hear Dr. Hess's explanation of what an osteopathic physician um, is all about. It was a good explanation. Myhealthymatters.org. Okay, back to Vince's call about dizziness. If you uh, are just joining us, Vince called just before the break, and he was talking about how he's getting dizzy. And Dr. Hess and I were talking off air about there, there's about 950 reasons you could be dizzy. I bet you see it in clinic every now and then, right? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a hard one. And so and, it's, it's difficult to know where to tell right. um, Vince to begin. I usually tell people if it's a new symptom or you're passing out or you're having chest pain with it or you're, you're getting confused with it or, or you're, you're literally passing out, that those are serious things that you should have evaluated. But there's a lot of things that maybe if those aren't happening, it's kind of hard to get to the bottom of it, isn't it? Right, right. You know, certain labs can help point to that. We talked about thyroid earlier. If your thyroid's off, if you're diabetic, you can be dizzy. Uh, you know, if your blood supply to your brain isn't sufficient from the aging process, you can be dizzy, or if you've had trauma. So, and then there's types of dizziness, whether it's the rotatory vertiginous vertigo dizziness versus the inner ear deal. Inner ear, and that's usually inner ear, but it, it can be cere- a cerebellar stroke or something like that. But so I guess to be able to answer his particular, uh, Vince's particular cause would be impossible over the air, but I do think he needs the head-to-toe workup. He does. You need a workup, Vince. So especially um, if, if you have newer symptoms, if you've gotten a little teeny bit of dizziness since, you know, the Eisenhower administration, then that's maybe, you know, it's been around a while. But if you've had an, if you're having newer symptoms, Vince, you're walking around and you're getting dizzy and it's kind of a newer thing over the past few weeks or months or this last year, I agree with uh, Jane. You should have a full evaluation. You said you've already been to your doctors at the VA. That's a good idea. I might suggest an audiologist. They do great vestibular or inner ear exams. Uh, you might see a neurologist. But I think I would start with your primary physician and make sure that um, all stones have been unturned. Thank you for your call. Denny, can we take sure. a few text messages? Why Is that not? okay? Because there's a lot of them. What do you think about long-term use of proton pump inhibitors? That's what this question is. It says, um, my gastroenterologist provide 40 milligrams of omeprazole every day, quote, forever. Um, and then it says to treat my dysphagia. And for listeners, that's some difficulty and pain on swallowing. Um, recently, I saw an article that warned you're not how that drug is intended to be used, and it could have undesirable side effects. What opinion do you have about omeprazole? So okay. I can say omeprazole goes under the brand name Prilosec. It used to be prescription only. Now you can buy it down at the drugstore. And it does say on the package, take this for two weeks, unless your doctor tells you differently. And we tell so many people, take this indefinitely. Right, right. Well, I think every medication should match the problem, and and there are some people who do need Prilosec once, even twice a day their entire lives to keep from having such horrible re, uh, reflux symptoms that they could, uh, you know, die from an esophageal tear. So, so there are some serious things yeah, that you would take. Yes, it for, there's so. a spectrum, and and some people do need that. Um, <clears throat> but if you 
are wondering if that's you or if you're if you're more on the milder side of the symptomatology, uh, you know, part of how we diagnose reflux is to make sure you don't have an H. pylori infection, make sure that that's not happening for you, for you. It's an infection that actually got in, discovered back in the 80s, 90s. And before that, we thought, oh, gee, you're stressed out. Maybe you're getting an ulcer because you're stressed out. Well, there's another reason for ulcers in that that particular bacteria can grow in the very highly acidic environment of the stomach, that angry, horrible environment. One bacteria we've found eats away at the stomach. And if you can rid yourself of that H. pylori infection, you can maybe get off your proton pump inhibitors. But, uh, you know, for every person with reflux, I see people have a lot of success maybe spotting that medication uh, every other day or instead of twice a day, once a day. And I'm not saying that I know what you should take, but... It, it's. I guess I'll just make a plug for getting in to see your doctor and making sure that they get to know you. The annual physical, where you get to tell your story once a year, is 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 the way to get these things accomplished. Because it, you never want to take more than you want. The more proton pump inhibitors you take, the less you absorb your nutrients in your food. You know that acid in the stomach is is mean and ugly to the esophagus, but it's it's sure great to help break down those nutrients so they can be absorbed. So. Mm-hmm. So there is a beautiful match that you need to get. So you take it for the shortest period of time you can, um, but some people do need it long term. That's what I'm hearing. Um, And there are some side effects, but uh, but um, I think I agree with that. um, What Doctor Hess said. Can I? I'm going to answer a couple of these myself because they're addressed directly to me. I think a couple of these. One of them. No, this one's not. Says, "What does efficacious mean? Efficacious just simply means something works. It does what it's supposed to do." Somebody um, said that, and so um, that's. uh, that's an easier one. How about this one? How is it that you're not a fan of supplements? I think that one's coming straight to me because I said I'm not a big fan of supplements. And um, uh, there's lots of – I'm a huge fan of doing what is scientifically proven, and, and, and much of, of what we do in medicine is not. And um, probably 80% of what I do every single day doesn't have any direct proof that it works, but we do it based on our best experience. Well, there isn't any evidence about most supplements. And so my t- there is for some pregnant women, women of childbearing age should be on folic acid. Um, calcium and vitamin D are inadequate in the diet since we get so much vitamin D from our sun and from the sunlight and it's inadequate in the diet. So I do actually think supplemental um, treatments for calcium and vitamin D are important. There are probably some others as well. But as a general rule, and I'm speaking very generally, why don't I like dietary supplements so much? I think the human body is uniquely designed to, to operate optimally with a, with a healthy lifestyle of healthy, balanced diet um, that includes um, the nutrients that you need in the food you eat, not necessarily in the pills you swallow. Um, people might not all agree with that, but there isn't. That's, what, uh, that's why I'm not a huge fan of them. I think if you, uh, if you are a really good eater, you eat a balanced diet of a good amount of balanced foods and you're otherwise healthy and, importantly, you don't smoke, then maybe take a supplement because it might be optimizing your health. But I'm telling you, I have often said that if you're eating cruddy, you're eating chips all day long and pop all day long, a supplement isn't going to fix that. So that's kind of more where where I'm not a huge fan. I agree. Focus on your diet and exercise. And then if you want to do one extra thing, maybe take a supplement. I agree with that completely. Um, 
And uh, the only thing that has really changed in the American diet in the last hundred years that that I think has harmed people's uh, health, even if they are good eaters, is that foods now sitting on the shelf for months and months and months and months and months, the minerals, the vitamins, they tend to stay okay, but there's those fat soluble nutrients and 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 they go rancid and they don't they don't maintain their right. nutrition that's like the point. vitamin T, vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin and that's why we're finding it somewhat lower in people than it used to be 100 years ago you know a loaf of bread you you have have to you could sit it on the shelf for months compared to no, hours kind of, kind of a decade scary, yeah. ago and and certain nutrients aren't as stable so that's another a good point. another yep. only nutrient that i find that kind of sits along with the vitamin d would be those omega 3s the fish oils salmon mackerel tuna sardines herring olive oil walnuts almonds all that stuff i think that people should really focus on trying to eat a lot more of that fresh keep your almonds in the fridge fresh unprocessed fresh, whole foods and, yeah. and 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 work on those nutrients Tell you what, let's take a quick break, as we always do about this time, and welcome our listeners. We have uh, callers on the line, so hang on. We'll pick up on your calls when we come back, and more text messages as well. Uh, 65 degrees in the Twin Cities, heading for 73. Good morning. Welcome back to this portion of Healthy Matters here on 830WCC. Welcoming your phone calls and text messages on this open line show. 651-989-9226 or text us at 81807. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Mary in Woodbury has uh, been waiting. Uh, good morning, Mary. Good morning. Um, I'm calling in regard to my husband. Um, about a week ago, he was just walking around the house and kind of got a tweak in his back, um, lower middle part. And it's kind of been um, moving around. Sometimes he can stand and sit okay. It's just going from one position to the other that hurts. Some days he can't really stand. He can sit, um, and now it's moved from the middle lower back over to the lower left-hand back, and he can't hardly stand at all. And he's trying to figure out if it's like a muscle type of thing or if it's kidneys or what it is, and he just doesn't know where he should go with that kind of a pain. But he's not alone, Mary. Thank you for your call. That's a common thing that that we see in clinics. I'll bet you see that, you know, back pain, back tweaks. Um. Well, Mary, uh, a couple things. Uh, I would say it's not his kidneys because your kidneys don't care if you're sitting or standing or bending or twisting. And that's one easy way where we differentiate the musculoskeletal complaints from internal organ complaints. They're not position or movement related and his was movement related wasn't right it? Yeah. and it seems to and it seems to have also if i have this right you know it's kind of moving in his musculoskeletal system the fact that the fact that it has some changing um uh you know he's working through it um it, and uh the the larger area that it, it involves the more we worry about it you know if it starts to go into the uh the low back the the glutes the down the legs, then we think maybe there's a nerve being pinched because anywhere along the path of the of the nerve, and if it goes down the legs, we call that sciatica, uh, could be a nerve being pinched. Uh, and and is it pinched at the vertebra? Is it pinched outside the vertebra? You know, all that's part of the workup. But in the same way he worked into that problem, we can ha- he can work out of that problem. You know, there's you know I, I you can Google up some stretches and some back relief, um, exercises, uh, cold, 
Cold helps quiet down inflammation, just like ibuprofen does. If ibuprofen helps take some of the pain away, then cold would be helpful because if you think about inflammation, the word flame in there, if if ibuprofen is an anti-inflammatory, it's taking the flame out, then icing it, not directly with ice on it, but like inside a pillowcase or a bag of frozen peas that you stick inside a pillowcase and, uh, you know, cooling things down can help. Uh, And protected motion um, and getting in to see somebody so we can give them specific uh, directions. Is there some role here for manipulation or chiropractic or even acupuncture? You know, even in the even in the acute phase, uh, there's a form of osteopathic manipulation called strain counter strain, and the chiropractors do something quite similar to that, uh, where you're just finding the point of ease where things quiet down. If you can get the muscle where it wants to be, uh, find its traumatic neutral versus its normal neutral. If you find the new new neutral for that muscle, it can sometimes let go, and that doesn't involve any high velocity motion or anything like that, just more of a uh, finding that muscle's relaxation point. So, so yes, come on in and we'll see what we can do. And acupuncture is great too. Yeah. And I didn't hear any of the warning signs, you know, Mary, there's always a few warning signs. Even you have a back injury, if you're losing control of your bladder, your bowels, or you've got weakness in a leg and you can't walk, um, or if you have a history of cancer and you have new back pain, those are all things that you should be seeing. But I agree completely with what Jane said. Do we have? I'm going to answer a couple of texts if sure. we could. Here's just some person who says, "Hey, Dr. Hilden, people don't eat well. That's why 90% of us are fat. Um, even a multivitamin will help the worst of us." <laughs> Thanks for your text message there. Um, here's another one. Um, uh, let's see, I have a friend of mine consumes adult beverages excessively. Are there things she can do to get healthier without completely giving up alcohol? That's a tough one. If someone is um, alcohol dependence um, is, a, is a medical problem, not a character flaw, it's not a habit, it's not a weird quirk of your behavior, it's a medical problem. If you have alcohol dependence, in other words, what we used to call alcoholism. And so I would tell that person, if you're worried about anybody who's drinking excessively, that person should try to get some help because there is some help and there's lots of new things um, that your uh, friend can do who's drinking too much. You can get healthy and have a safe relationship with alcohol, but there comes a point when um, that healthy relationship becomes maladaptive or not healthy. So um, I would encourage that person to seek some help. Do we have time for a— uh, let's, let's try to grab one more call before we uh, head out of here. We're Dolly, tight. Yeah. go ahead, Dolly. What, what is your question? Good morning. I have uh, considering a device called a Watchman for a heart condition, and wondering what you think about that. Yeah, we. Um, you're talking to because you have an arrhythmia type of problem. Is that right, Dolly? Like yeah. a heart rhythm problem? I think it's great. And a, and a little pouch. And a little pouch. Yeah, I won't have time to get into it. Um, someday we um, uh, it's a new way to monitor your heart. Um, uh, I can't get into it in much detail because we're really running out of time. But if um, heart arrhythmia cares have come a long way. When I say arrhythmia, I mean abnormal heart rhythm problems. And um, they have uh, problems. Um, we can now monitor heart failure. We can monitor heart rhythm problems. And we can do them all remotely so you don't have to be in the hospital so much. Um, if your cardiologist has recommended it and it's covered by insurance and all that, I think it's a new um, cool thing of the future. I'm sorry I won't have much more time to get into We've got that. got a couple of minutes to go. I want to grab another text. Okay, here's a text message here. Let's see. Um, I'll go down here to some of these that we got earlier in the show. Um, with an anxiety issue, my doctor recommends taking lorazepam. Your thoughts? Side effects? Well, that's a tough one, isn't it? I, um, yeah, lorazepam is a is a 
cousin of Valium. And it reminds me of Woody Allen movies where he said, you know, I'm, I'm so, remember that where he says, I'm so anxious I need a Valium the size of a hockey puck? It's, <laughs> it's not, you know, it was a joke then, but it's not. Lorazepam is a, is right. a is, it, you know, I don't know if you use it much habit in your clinic. Forming. It's habit forming. It's dependence yes. forming. Yes, it has side effects without a doubt. I might think it of something different. It isn't our first line, that's for sure. Great uh, anxiety medications out nowadays. And um, I, I think it, it would be something that, he might want to consider, and you know it's hard to get off lorazepam if you're on it. Yeah, but, it's but weaning, weaning yourself off of it and getting on something that isn't going to be dependence. Yeah, and the other thing is, you know, we, we're in a we're in an overuse of dependence forming medication mode in our society. Not only opiates, which you'll hear, narcotic painkillers, but if you're taking opiates for pain and lorazepam for anxiety, it's a deadly combination. So that's something you want to do on only under very close. Um, watch of a physician um, who can um, who's knowledgeable about that. Just a reminder to our listeners: we're out of time now. Thank you, doctor, for Thank coming you. in. Thanks for being here, Jane. Oh, my and pleasure. And bringing part of your family. Yes, yeah, that'd be that'd... great. That's great. Nice to meet you all. Next week's show, we're going to kind of stretch this out to another. We're do, open yeah, we're going to do quite a bit of open lines in the month of August, including at our state fair shows, which is in the last Sunday in. August and the first Sunday in September. Mm-hmm. Please come to the CCO booth under the shadow of the giant slide. And if you need a primary care doc, you don't have one, how do you get that? Come to see Jane or any of us at 612-873-6963 or hcmc.org. Right now in the Twin Cities, 65 degrees, going for 73 later today. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.